I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Podcast One presents... House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Happy New Year! Wow. I'm so ready for 2019. F***ing hasta luego. It's in the books, 2018. 2018, so glad that's over. That, that chapter has been written in your life. So ready for 2019, you guys. Um, how many of you guys woke up with a hangover? <laughs> uh, not I, not I. I always, I always thought that was quite interesting when you, you want to start out your new year hungover. Yeah. Feeling like shit. Yeah. I, I don't think that that ever really has ever been me in my life. Yeah. Maybe once or twice. I'm always kind of boring on New Year's Eve. Unless it's a paid appearance somewhere, I'm always at home. Right. Um, we're going to be talking about you guys kind of on a um, side note. Nope. My nose right now is on fire. What does that mean? Cause I, I sniffed that Vicks thing that you uh, introduced oh me to God. to try to clear up my nose. Roy has never heard of those Vicks inhaler things that like you stick up your nose to like clear your sinuses. Never in my life. The first day he did it two days ago in the shower, he had a handful of yellow snots. It was like, but it was like weird water. Yellow. It was weird. like McDonald's arches yellow. Yeah. And it like came from his brain. He said, yeah. It felt like so. It. I text our doctor, and they said that you do have sinuses like in your forehead and shit. So <laughs> I knew he wasn't dying. Well, right now it feels like Antarctica is having a party in my nose. So this is bizarre. That's hysterical. Yeah. We're going to be talking. We're going to have a positive segment, you guys. We are going to be talking about the new year. We and, we and- unfortunately did not do one on Monday. You guys, we did not do a podcast on Monday. We just got really crazy busy. I've we've all been kind of sick in the house, getting over colds. So I just took a day off. I'm sorry. Yeah, it happens. It's I'm not life. sorry, yeah. actually. <laughs> but um, anyhow, so we haven't talked about our Christmas. We're going to talk about our Christmas. Yep. We got catching Santa. Yep. What we did for New Year, New Year's Eve, I guess. Yes. New Year's Eve. Yes. Um, all sorts of stuff. So let's just start talking about it. Let's talk about catching Santa because. Uh, KJ wanted to come up here and sit, and we we're like, "Yeah, sure." And then Corey's like, "No," and I was like, "Yep, guess you can." So if your child is listening to this, go ahead and shut this off now because we're about to tell you all about Santa. Okay, you guys, remember I told you that we had booked Santa for Christmas Eve. Yeah, and it was so incredible, you guys. Santa came to the house, took pictures, which was really, really cool on the 22nd. And um, it was just a, I mean, it was really cool. Santa was cool. Everything was great. Um, we all actually got dressed up, got our makeup done. It was like actually went off without a hitch. So that was really nice because usually me trying to get six kids together and dressed and everybody, it just doesn't work out. But anyhow, okay. So Christmas Eve night, 
our assistant wrapped every single one of the packages. <laughs> Corey wrapped mine, which was really sweet. Yeah. Um, but Brandon wrapped all the packages, like every single one of them. And it took him like five, 12 hour days. It was insane. Yeah, but he's he's using a ruler and shit. Oh, like, yeah, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He's, well, I watched YouTube. I had no idea until you, until you told me to do this. So I had to watch YouTube. I said, well, whoever whoever's teaching you on YouTube is is not efficient. So, no. so lose the fucking ruler right. and just wing it, buddy. Right. So, anyways, it's yeah. all good. They all looked beautiful. But so, so Santa was so, so everybody's. You know, we let the kids stay up later. I've been so happy. Um, if you guys saw my Instagram post yesterday, we've had such an incredible week of just kind of rest. I've I haven't showered actually in two days, which is so gross. But I'm gonna shower when I'm done with this podcast. Um, we've had a very nice um, week. I'll get into that as well. But we let the kids stay up late. And we made them take a nap Christmas Eve day so that they could stay up later and and make it through all of this process. Because if KJ falls asleep and doesn't have a nap, there's no waking him up, period. There's nothing you can do. So they took a nap. And go ahead. Start telling the story, babe. He was scheduled to show up at like 1030. And so 10, 1030. And so our gate calls and they say, hey, you know, somebody's here. I said, okay, great. Send them through. So then at that moment, I just said, okay, it's time to start heading to bed. And so... They're like having a meltdown. Oh, I thought we were gonna. We're trying to wait for Santa. I said, "Well, you know, you just you just never know. You may hear him. I mean, they've tried to wait for Santa every year, but then I kind of we force them to go to bed, and then they're like having a meltdown. And then this is the only year that they actually caught him, though. But so they're oh, we're gonna wait for Santa. And I just said, "Well, we uh, we'll read a book and we'll see what happens. Maybe maybe you'll hear something, you know, because they had called earlier in the day this service that said he was supposed to be in Georgia or in around yeah, my Atlanta girlfriend and you 10, guys. I'm sorry on my Instagram. I put no." man instead of nomad it was like one eight seven seven nomad yeah i said that with my mouth i just wrote no man yeah so people that didn't listen i guess to the damn right snap yeah. um and then they were texting me saying how rude it was to put the wrong number that was not my intention it was one eight seven seven or maybe it was one eight i don't know what the hell it was yeah. but anyways um which was a really cool number and told you where santa was going right. to be and when the boys called right yeah so it told them they were going to be in georgia between uh, 10 and 10.30, yeah. which was so crazy. And so KJ can tell time. So he's looking at his, his watch. He's like, he's supposed to be. I said, well, you know, we'll just wait and go read a book and we'll see. So I get him, get him all pottied and, and in the bed and they're laying down. And I told Brielle, I said, as soon as you see him walk by the doorway, because he kind of snuck in our basement and walked up our back stairs to the tree where all our presents were. And he, I said, as soon as you see him walk by, come running back here. So uh, they're laying down. I, I got the book. I'm starting to read the book. And all of a sudden, Brielle's like, you guys, you know, KJ, cash. KJ. Brielle comes running into our room. She's like she tripping over her own feet. She slams right into this dresser, <laughs> this like piece of furniture that we have before you get into our master. She's screaming like they, they are literally, they jump out yeah. of the bed. I, She's like, he's here, he's here. So they're sprinting. I said, you guys got to sneak up on him. Hold yeah, on, you got to sneak up. Sneak but up. They just... So I start rolling with my phone. I'm literally starting to cry as I'm watching them. I'm literally, I'm like, okay, get get it together, Kim. Like, this is ridiculous. They can't see you cry because I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? So I got it together quickly yeah. and I kept rolling on my phone. And when they saw Santa, yeah. he was basically under the tree setting presents down and they all kind of stood at least 10 feet away. And right. they're like, Hi. And they put their hand up like it was so awkward. They were so shook. Right. So shook. Yeah. And Santa's like, hi, you guys. And then I said, go over there. Go see them. And they were literally so shook. Yeah. 
so they got to share a cookie with him. He just said, you know, you guys, I can't believe you caught me. And Nobody and catches me. This is our little secret. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He spent like maybe five, eight, ten minutes with him, and, and he set up presents. We had a box that he had grabbed all the presents from, so then he pulled them out of his sack. He was made these piles. But one thing I would have done differently, and I think what would have been better was you know, because it takes us some time to set out all of our gifts after they go to bed. We have to set them all out, obviously, mm-hmm. like every parent does. And so we didn't, ha- we hadn't done any of that yet. We had just put them to bed. And so when they caught Santa, literally five minutes after going to bed, there was really nothing out. Well, I that's why I had the Connect Four there, right? You know? so, so we they, did there that. There was a big uh-huh. Connect Four game there, um, but he had just we just caught him. Yeah. So I think it's okay. So maybe next year, or if you're going to do this in the future, if you have somebody that maybe can do this for you. I would maybe wait till later in the evening. Maybe if you can do like an 11 o'clock and put your kids to bed at like eight per se and get all those gifts put out so that he's kind of putting out the last ones when he gets caught. It may be. No, little, then it ruined. Then they're going to want to open this shit up. Well, right. and they're not going to go back to sleep. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, hell <laughs> no. We did it perfect. Right. You guys, yeah. I think it worked out great. I do maybe have a few more presents that were wrapped or yeah. something like that, yeah. but nothing to the level that it nothing was. Nothing to the level of mourning. Huh? Yeah. Okay. No, uh-uh. oh. no. Oh, yeah, it was either way, so it was spectacular. Incredible, yeah. you guys. I made monkey bread at Christmas Eve night. Uh, we, we didn't go to bed until right. like 2.30. I ended up um, making the monkey bread, which I've only done once before, and I f***ed it up. But this time, I actually blended the um, sugars and stuff, brown sugar, butter, on the stove. Yep. And then I dumped Thank it you. and it oh, dumped it over the Rhodes rolls that we use. And um, it worked out great. It was absolutely perfect. It's the best monkey bread we've right. had in three years. Um, so it worked out great. Thank you, you guys, for all your help and suggestions, you guys, because, um, it worked. Yes. Yes. I mean, we had so many emails, different, like 30, probably 40 different recipes. The one that we use, you guys, is like with butterscotch yep. pudding. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just do straight up different sugars. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you guys and I can see outside my window onto the street because we're above the garage and the salon. And I've seen like six different people walk by. So it's like New Year's Day. People are like, I'm getting skinny so i've never seen these people before in my life and i just keep seeing people right. walk by it's, amazing. it's hilarious yeah. but anyhow rock on people right. no but it was perfect you guys really helped us out the stove tip was the stove great tip was great and then, and then we, and we then double great. checked and made sure that it was not, not instant instant pudding, pudding. Instant pudding. We, yeah. we got the we got the gooeyness to come back and we ate two huge um bunt pans full uh, yeah. that morning it was so gross yeah i was like just <laughs> i couldn't stop you guys and then we only slept a couple hours and when i don't sleep enough i always want sugar so anyway Anyhow, it was really beautiful. Christmas morning was so incredibly beautiful. Kaya was just so, Daddy, Mommy, look. Oh, my God. She was like buzzing around like a butterfly, like happy as could be. Kane opened up a helmet. And once he opened up his helmet, he kept the helmet on the rest of the time. He opened up his gifts. Oh, my God. It was, was just, just really beautiful. I was beautiful. thoroughly impressed. It was amazing. I was thoroughly impressed with our kids are now at this age where the prior years they had gone in there and they were A, overwhelmed which is totally cool and totally awesome to see. But B, they just start ripping things apart. And some of them are like half open because then they see another one over here that they want to go right, grab. Right. And it's just, a, it literally looks like a tornado went through our house this year. For whatever reason, KJ was on top of it. He was grabbing one. He would unwrap it. He'd be like, oh my gosh, he'd look at it. He'd be like, oh, I can't wait to open this up. But then he would take it and kind of put it in his own little pile. So then Cash started following KJ. Kane started following Cash and, and then Kane was trying right. to help Kaya, and they all had their own little piles. It was organized. It was they oh, all Croy, saw what Croy they got. Literally did not have like every time they opened a gift, he grabbed the paper or they would hand hand Croy the paper. And um, well, I hate to see would, you would throw it out. Right. And so, anyways, uh, it was a very organized Christmas, <laughs> as always. It because was very Croy just, fun. Yeah, it, was it was very, very uh, fun. Went off without a hitch. 
It was very fun. The boys got four wheelers. Oh, it was so, so really incredible. We were so exhausted. I think we did. We take a nap. No, we went to bed super early. We went to bed at like yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah. And no, it was like eight. eight. Yeah, eight o'clock. And we slept. I slept like 11 hours. It yeah. was amazing. So yeah. that was absolutely awesome. And then the last week, we've just kind of literally stayed in bed and watched uh, Innocent Man. You guys on Netflix. The Innocent Man. The, yeah. Innocent, Man, the Innocent Man. I don't yeah. know why he says the, know. the Innocent Man. Yeah. And um, it was really, really cool. You guys have to watch it. Yeah, quite eye-opening. Quite eye-opening. Free Thomas Ward is kind yeah. of... Uh, yeah, I mean, facts are facts. Facts and, are facts. It blows are, my mind that 4% of the people in prison are wrongfully accused. 90,000 people. 90,000 in prison are, are, are accused. Are, are sitting there doing time for accused. something they didn't do. Yeah. Yep. So that just kind of was it's very crazy. eye-opening. So we watched that. Um, we tried to watch Fork Over Knives with the kids, but they were a little bored. We were just trying to watch it ourselves. <laughs> so we kind of turned that off. Yeah. Um, we just really chilled. It's been so nice. There was no real social media that I was really on. We weren't really, you know, our assistants weren't really here um, working. So we didn't have all that going on. The emails weren't really being checked out. It was just so nice. Like I literally feel so rested. Um, it was really, really great. If you saw my post yesterday, you saw that. I drank more eggnog than I could ever drink because another glass would have just probably made me sick, which I love that every year, eggnog. Um, I don't know. It was just cool. The kids were just them being home makes me so happy. I wish they didn't have to go to school because I would definitely, I love the kids being at home, except for last night. I was like, all right, they need to go to bed. So anyhow, let's jump to New Year's Eve. And Croy and I stayed in as usual. Like I said, the only time I've been, I did an appearance for Diddy a couple years in a row. I was, did watch what happens live eight years ago, pregnant with KJ and performed don't be tardy. So the last few years I've, we've stayed home for New Year's, yeah, which has been really nice. And we did vision boards. We did vision boards. And we haven't done a vision board in a long time. So we got some really cool poster board by Crayola, I think, or something where yep. it opens mm-hmm. up like three, Walmart. it's like three panels, mm-hmm. like a big one in the middle and then two on the side and even the one on top. Um, so those are really cool. So we did vision boards. Ariana had picked up a bunch of magazines. All we do, you guys, is just head to Walmart, pick up a bunch of magazines, car magazines, if that's what you're into or whatever it is that you're into. You can take the wording, the pictures, whatever. Um, anyhow. We save, we save the ones too that show up in the mail over, uh, over like the the past, you know, six months, right? I've I've got a little bin in my office, and I just put all magazines. You can use the words out of there, mm-hmm. you know, from whether it's People Magazine or, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. So, yeah. um, we were doing that, and KJ had fallen asleep on the couch at like six o'clock, and woke up at like eight thirty nine. And so he wanted to make a vision board. So yeah. he made his vision board with us and he picked out the coolest shit ever. Yeah. He's definitely my son because he's obsessed with the beach, but he's definitely Croy's son because he's obsessed with like guns and motorcycles and four wheelers and that kind of stuff and snow. Boy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Boy stuff. So <laughs> that was really cool that he did that. Um, but I was ready for him to go to bed and he ended up going to bed with me in my bed. So it was like, okay, great KJ. But he brought in the new year with us. Um, we watched Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper. Andy Cohen's having a boy, by the way, which is so really it's so so cool i don't know why i thought he was going to have a girl in my mind but um he's having a boy so that's going to be really fun for him boys as, i mean they're just awesome yeah, as you guys little, know it'll be his little buddy yeah it'll be his little but and he loves yeah. baseball and shit like yeah. that andy uh-huh. does so it'll be really fun uh-huh. but the, it's a few years out okay so andy's gonna be changing diapers <laughs> and wiping some asses yeah. before he gets to the baseball yeah. games but anyhow so it was really really cool uh Went to bed. I couldn't sleep. I don't know why. I don't know if I was thinking too much or what, but I was just, I just could not fall asleep. I finally fell asleep at like 2.30 in the morning. Um, and that was that. 
Brielle and Ariana went out to dinner at Stony River, one of our favorite restaurants. They were there. They brought me home a salad. Like nothing really, just chilled. We yeah. just chilled. I drank wine. Corey drank his little famous drink that he likes. Um, it was cool. Yeah. So anyhow. It was relaxing. It was relaxing. And then we woke up and we staged our entire house today. Today is actually New Year's Day. Um, we staged our entire house which was really, really cool. And we're going to talk about some things. We're going to be talking about 10 ways to remove negativity from your home. And we're also going to talk about how to set yourself up for success and things that you can do this year to create more success, you know, um, than you have in the past. We'll be right back with House of Kim. Every car comes with its share of stories, that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up your first date, the luxury package you got after a huge promotion, or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories now, with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just head over to True Car, simply enter your license plate number, and watch how your car's details pop right up. Then, you answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it's going to ding your wallet so that you can plan ahead. Once you finish, you'll get a true car cash offer set in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out true car today, true car cash offer, not available in all areas. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP news minute. From all your friends at Podcast One, thank you for a wonderful 2018, and we hope 2019 is even better. Hey, it's Adam Carolla. This is Heather Dubrow from Heather Dubrow's World. Hey, it's Steve Offs from Steve Offs Show. Hey, this is Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana from Riggle's Picks. This is Caitlin Bristow from Off the Vine. Hey, this is Kelty from The Lady Gang. Happy New Year from Podcast One. Don't, don't, don't be and now back to House of Kim. We're going to be talking about kind of, you know, like I said, how to be successful in the new year. And there's usually, you know, the old school resolutions like I want to lose weight, I want to be healthier, you know, whatever. Those are kind of, I say old school, meaning that, yeah, those are all things that people say. But if you don't follow it with actions behind it, then your chances of being successful are slim. It's been proven, you guys. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. You don't set intentions behind what it is that you want your, whatever your resolution will be. I'm not a resolution person. I've talked to you guys about this before. I'm not one that says, I want to do something. I want to do something. I want to do this. I want to do that. I just know that I wasn't overly happy with some of the stuff that happened in 2018. So my year and how I look at it this year versus probably the last few years is, uh, I don't want to repeat. So like, I will never go back to housewives, for example. I don't want to repeat trauma drama that I dealt with right. with that. So I won't do that again. Um, whatever the case may be, whatever it is, it, whether it's with your job, your, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever, um, children, whatever you can better. I always try to look at how I can not be bitter and be better. Right. Well, and, and the thing is, is, is we as, as humans and, and they've studied this and there's research that backs us and things like that is we, we, we really associate, uh, how we go through life and, and the events that happen in it with time, you know, time is a, time is a quantity. So, you know, it's, it's a new day. It's a new month. It's a new week. It's a new year. So in our minds, it's a great time when, when new years come or, or, you know, when we're talking about the new year, it's, it's a great time to kind of close that chapter in your mind. So if you say like if something maybe you didn't like or something you did like or whatever, you can you can either shut that chapter and say, look, I'm shifting today 
because it's a new year. It's a new slate. It's clean. It's like I got this clean white canvas to paint on for a whole new year again. And it gives your mind kind of a trigger to say, you know, goodbye and hello at the same time. Exactly. But right. you can do that. You don't have to. I, I wrote a really cool quote. I think it was from um, Denzel Washington the other day. He said, you don't have to have a new year to start a new goal or to start something new. You, you just need a new mindset. That's all you need is a exactly new mindset. Right. You just got to shift your mindset. So if you're struggling, if you were struggling last year you, and you were just like, oh, I just can't wait for the new year, the new year. Well, you could have done it in November. Exactly. It, it was you know, a new it, day. It was just, a new week. It was a new month. To start exercising, just take, right. take your first step in, in, right. into running or walking right. or, or whatever it is. Well, we're going we're gonna to set up some rituals to help you guys manifest the abundance of love and the well-being that you guys crave. It really starts with getting honest about what you really, truly want. I mean, I think this is really um, a crucial part of, of this is, number one, decide what you want. Right. I but, feel like, again, we've talked about this in prior podcasts. A lot of times we, we see there's so much noise that we get we get hit with every day from Instagram to Twitter to Facebook to our bosses to our friends to our family to there's all these opinions and all this stuff and everything so fast, 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 fast that we're kind of scattered as, as individuals and 100%. as humans and as people. To really be successful, you have to be hyper-focused. You have to be hyper-focused. So set you know there's nothing wrong with setting like three solid goals don't try to set 10 things and i'm gonna do you know x y z a b c d e f and g like you just you you end up losing all of it because you can't do any of it because you're just exactly you're so scattered really i think deciding on what on what you want for example don't just say you want abundance like how much money do you want why right. and by when right you know i think that's huge do you just want happiness or do you specifically want a new house with more rooms to express yourself creative creatively um or do you want to finally find love or do you really want to get off the dead end date carousel and truly let love unfold naturally organically right. these are just examples don't let anyone else influence your decisions either or your desires right. um and if you don't want something so badly that you're willing to do almost anything to get it, you will never get it. It right. really has to be yeah. a priority, you guys. Yeah. Really think about what it is you want. Oftentimes, they say to put your hand on your heart and ask yourself like, what it is you truly, truly want. Right. You have to put time and effort in to make your dreams a reality. The shit isn't going to happen on its own. No, it will not. But uh, I love the fact that you, you we, cannot, we can no longer be broad with our goals. Right. I want to be happy. Well, what makes you happy? Is it a new car? Is it a new house? Is it a new puppy? Is it a new man? Is it a, a new woman? Is it whatever it is? You have to really dive in and really be detail-oriented. Focus on the details. Describe as many details as you can. Instead of just saying, I want tons of money, or I want to be happy, or I want whatever. Well, how are you going to get that? How are you going to get that money? How are you going to get that happiness? How are you going to get that joy? You got to really figure that out. Detail it out. I found this really cool, you guys. Number two is put your dreams to music. Take 10 minutes to create an epic power playlist that speaks or sings to the vibes you're trying to create. Want more money? Create a playlist that makes you feel like a million bucks. Want love? Ditch the mopey breakup songs that I love and <laughs> fill your list with stuff that makes your heart pound. Your goal is to create a playlist full of anthems to keep you motivated and on track with your goals. So when you start to get off track or lose your motivation, you have something to re-energize yourself. Music is like... It is magical like that, especially me. I've always loved music. It's a great tool also for raising your vibration um, and cultivating the energy that's going to take to stick with your goals and achieve your dreams. Yeah. The next one is make a plan. 
Um, this ritual is less spiritual, more practical, but it's super important. Um, if you want to be successful at anything, you have to make a plan. I'm not a huge fan of that necessarily. I like to kind of go with the flow, allow myself to be led, but I do feel like I need to kind of make somewhat of a plan at this point. Well, but I give up control and let the universe do its thing. That's of kind of my thing. That's, that's great. That, but it's important to not confuse that with being passive. Right. You know, I think that's really important. Exactly. It is impossible to control the outcome of everything, but having a plan with small steps that you can take every day increases your chances of success. Right. And if uh, you're you not need a, a notebook planner. for this, you guys, you need a notebook. Right. That's perfect. And if you're not a big planner, like some people can plan out their whole next three months and they know exactly what they think is going to take and, and they may have to deviate here and there, but it, they probably follow it pretty well. Some people just are so confused and they don't know, well, start a plan for the next day. Yep. And then whatever happens in that day, if it worked, then then stretch that out to two days. Or stretch if it didn't work, then... then well, like, so by the end of the year, I want X, Y, and Z. Right. Break that goal down into smaller steps that you'll take you through the year. So like every three months, what do you need to accomplish to have what you want by the end of the year? Write down the smaller goal on its own separate page for uh-huh. like easy organizational purposes Um, and then break down those quarterly goals down to further um, into steps you need to take each month, each week, each day. Maybe you need to wake up 30 minutes earlier to meditate. If you have a fitness goal, maybe you need to attend one week, like a yoga class every week. Or if you have a relationship goal, maybe you book one big social event per month. If your goal is to manifest financial abundance, you need to organize your receipts at the end of the day to keep track of your budget, for example. I mean, these are just ideas, you guys, to kind of um, help help you. But once you figure out what your goals are, don't let anything stand in the way of you following through. I love that, you know, and, and and think back to what uh, Jillian said too. You know, we we were talking about how do we just stay on track over the holidays, and, and everybody wants cookies and cakes and you know big meals and all these things, eggnog. And she said, "Well, look," she says, "just because if you can't make that hour long spin class, people just fall off the bandwagon and it's all blah." She said, "If you just do ten minutes, ten minutes of aerobic in your living room or whatever, just." Don't fall way off the bandwagon. Well, that's the same thing with your goals. You may have this grand big goal that you where you want to be when the 2020 rings in, right? You, I want to be, uh, you know, hundred thousand dollars richer. I want to be. I want to have my company here. Or ex- don't feel like if you don't reach that goal, you're a failure. You may have opened up thirty new doors on the chase to that goal when you look back on 2020 or on 2019, and you thought you wanted to be somewhere else, but by just chasing your passion and following and finding your joy, you will have noticed that you open up like 30 new doors, right? Yes. Hit you're it, 100% love. Hit right. it, love. I'm like, great. <laughs> Shut up. I have, I have six to more to go. so bad. Create an affirmation that helps you reach your goal. This power statement will help keep your thoughts and emotions positive and focus on your dream. Affirmations raise your vibes and help you manifest quickly and powerfully. It's simple. Start with the words I am, then the sentence describing the life that you want. For example, I am financially abundant and have more money at the end of every week than I spend. I am healthy and make good choices for my body. I am in love. I am in a fulfilling relationship. I'm in a career that I love. Your turn. Whatever. You know, add yourself into whatever it is that you guys want. Next is create, number five, create a visual anchor. It's vision board time, or you can set up an altar if you prefer. Choose a space in your home that you see it every day. Place any images or objects that help you visualize yourself as already living the life that you want. This makes your dreams sacred, and like affirmations, it helps raise your vibrations and attracts your desires. Don't forget to put your affirmations on it. 
Number six, make space in your life. Look around. What is in your current environment or lifestyle? Is it keeping you from your dreams? Do you want to get healthy, but your refrigerator is full of junk? Are you trying to track your true love, but still going on dates that you're not excited about? Do you want to manifest financial abundance, but you have a purse full of receipts for items that you didn't even want or need? Clear away the clutter that reminds you of the old you and fill your space with things that welcome and honor the new you. Put some veggies in the crisper, delete that dating app that depresses you and get a new wallet that represents your wealthy self. I always like to get new purses because I'm like, I'm going to fill this one up too with tons of money. You get the idea. Bonus points for letting up sage and smudging that old energy away, by the way. Number seven, make space in your brain. This is a perfect time, which I'm going to really try to focus on this year is meditating. Meditation helps you declutter your mind and release old thought patterns. Your ego gets quieter. Your affirmations get louder. Uh, which thoughts do you really want to occupy your mental space? Med- mental space. Meditation helps you choose your thoughts and take back your manifesting power. There's a lot of apps, you guys. What's the one that Brielle loves? There's one called Calm. That's Calm. really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of different apps that you guys can use and it can walk you through like people like me that have ADD, uh-huh. um, ADHD, whatever. Um, it helps you kind of skirt, get back over here, lady. You know, uh-huh. it really keeps you kind of focused and teaches you how to go from, you know, you can start at two minutes, one minute, whatever, and then, you know, climb your way kind of up. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of apps. Uh, number eight, start a gratitude journal. Uh, your first entry, all the amazing things you've already accomplished. Celebrate every win, big or small, that you got to where you are today. Gratitude attracts more blessings, you guys. You know it's a win-win. The more you think and feel, the more you experience. Why not practice holding the energy of a gratitude once a day? You need to definitely write it down. It's a very powerful um, way to increase more blessings in your life. Number nine, shout it from the rooftop. Sounds scary. It can be. We often fear judgment from our friends and family or embarrassment if we don't achieve the goals. But I want to challenge your, I want you guys to challenge yourself. I'm willing to bet you receive love and support from the people in your life when you do. Ignore the haters and instead focus on the people who love and support you. This might be an opportunity to clean up your social media feeds if you got some naysayers. And they're not very supportive. (laughs) Announcing your intentions makes you accountable. And it's been proven that when you tell somebody like, I'm going to quit smoking, if you say it to people, you tend to quit smoking because they're holding you accountable. When you have people praying for you, visualizing your own success and believing that you can and will do something, your own manifestation works better and becomes even more potent. But be careful who you tell. We as a family keep all of our stuff to ourselves. Um, A lot of the successful stuff going on until it's here and it's up and it's running. Because there's, I told you some of the people that are closest to you are the ones that want to see you fail the the, the worst. Well, the they biggest. just don't. They again, they don't want to see you more Do successful than, than they are. Right. It's not that they want to see you fail, but they will hold you back, or they will, you know, they will send you vibrations that just are like, oh man, why don't I have a company like that? Like, you know, it's not that they want to see bad. It's just they don't want to see you better than they are. So really, take you know inventory of of those people around you. Next is find a tribe or an accountability partner. You know, even the most well-meaning friends won't necessarily quote unquote get you or be able to offer advice that actually is helpful in order to really feel supported. Seek out like-minded communities or, I mean, there's so many different programs and online groups and forums that you guys can turn to. Find a buddy who has like a similar fitness goal or set a weekly budget with your significant other to help you save money or check in with your accountability partner every week, every day if you want. Anyways, make an appointment and keep it with them. That's just another, you know, idea. Um, to help you guys, again, hold yourself accountable. These are just things to do to set your New Year's resolution into motion and keep it there. Yeah. So that's that, you guys. Next, I'm going to jump to 10 ways to remove negativity from your home. I feel like both of these kind of um, positive segments, we're doing two today, I guess, go hand in hand with the new year. So keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our second positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. These are some ways for you guys to remove negativity 
get a, get rid of that stale just, vibration, yeah. that stale the negative you know. energy, the mm-hmm. stress. You know, our homes are an extension of ourselves, um, for better or for worse. A beautiful space can bring you joy, but if your home feels like it's full of bad vibes, then it's time to banish that negative energy once and for all. Okay, so that's what we're going to be talking about here. Number one. This is huge for us. Remove clutter as soon as possible. Yes, there's a reason you feel so good after you clear off your counter. Energy remains in objects, especially older objects. And depending on the energy type, they may physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually block your path forward. When you hold on to unwanted stuff, quote unquote, there is no room for new opportunities to come into your life. So try to make sure that everything you own brings you joy. If it doesn't, pass it on. Carefully burn some incense, you guys. This is a big one too. The fragrant smoke has long been a spiritual meditation practice used to restore life to a dull space bonus it smells delicious too some of them don't you guys some of them give me a fucking headache <laughs> but incense helps elevate, uh, elevate energy as its properties create a calm and serene atmosphere it's best used in a clean home for meditation number three let in a breeze the first step to moving negative air out of your home by the way you guys if you sage sage your house with all of your doors closed And then when everything is done in your home, whether it's your three floors, two floors, whatever, then open all the doors, as many windows as you can and let all that negative energy out. Keep it all locked up until then though. Um, Anyways, open up all your windows, allow for optimal air to come through. Fresh air helps to move any um, negative energy out of the house, quote unquote, air it out. Mm -hmm. Stagnant energy can be suffocating. So be sure to get the fresh air flowing, shake out your sheets and pillows too. Four, cleanse antiques of negative energy. Antiques are beautiful objects, but they come with their own energetic history. (laughs) To make sure you don't take on heavy energy of an antique's past owner, each item should be individually cleared of negative energy. Wash items well, maintain them carefully, and give them a new lease on life so that you can enjoy the full extent of their beauty. Sage Uh them, sage them, sage them. Number five, remove or repair things that are broken. Keeping broken items in your house is bad feng shui and sets the tone for what you will accept and tolerate in your own life. Broken objects retain negative energy. If an object is irreparable, then it serves no purpose but to exude that it's quote-unquote stuck or its negative state. Instead, look after, clean, and maintain existing working household items, clothing, plants, furniture, and see the difference it makes in your mood. Number six, smudge your entire home with sage. It's a very popular Native American technique for removing bad energy. Um, You light the sage and then blow out the flame. The smoke of the burning sage cleanses the air and moves impurities, both literal and metaphorical. it gets rid of bacteria in your home as well. You should always start at the front door and work around your rooms in a clockwise direction. I always start at the back of my house. Um, so maybe I'm doing it ass backwards, but it works. After <laughs> smudging the entire home, visualize your intentions for the home as a smoke fills every single crevice. I say it as I'm doing it. Just works for me. Number seven, um, protect your space with crystals. Different crystals hold different energies and certain crystals are perfect for fending off negative energy. Black tourmaline is known to ward off and dissolve negative energy while rose quartz replaces negative emotions and feelings with positive ones. Try putting these crystals next to electric electronic appliances to equalize the energy. Make sure to cleanse your crystals from time to time of the energy that they gather. You can soak them in salt water or you can sage them off as well. This is a really big one and I don't know why we haven't done this, Croy, but um, spray orange essential oils around your home. Oh, the fresh citrus scent revitalizes your home and your senses, clears negative energy, uplifts your mood. Just add a couple drops into a water um, 
bottle and add organic essential oil, uh-huh. you know, 10 drops of that I as well. It. A quick spritz of the orange essential oil will help breathe life into previous, previously heavy areas in your home. Number nine, rearrange furniture. Change can be hard, but it doesn't need to be daunting. A good way to freshen up your space is to simply play around with the arrangement of your furniture. This could be as simple as switching the layout of two armchairs, or it could involve redoing a whole room. Either way, experimenting with rearranging furniture each month will help to give life to your home, and it doesn't cost a cent. I don't have fucking time to rearrange furniture every month. I'm just going to tell you. Number 10, ring a bell in your room. Um, we have that bowl. What do you call it? Like it's, the, a, it's, a, uh, it's a crystal bowl. It's in it's, chimes. Uh, it's like it makes I a, a... I can't think of it. You think of that while oh, I talk about right. this. Yep. Audio cues from just one ring of a bell in each corner of your room and doorway helps to revive your physical space. Use the tone of a bell to focus on getting rid of negative energy and attracting abundant energy instead. And if you're looking for... A great way to change your negative energy. You guys can check out the video, How to Change Your Frequency to Change Your Reality. Um, it's really cool on YouTube, a really cool video. But these are just ways, you guys, I wanted to give you ways to cleanse your home, cleanse your mind, hold yourself accountable, be a better person, don't be bitter. You know, um, I think it's time to um, have an incredible 2019. What was the bowl called, baby? Were you able to find they're singing, it? They're called singing bowls. There's singing also, bowls. There's, you do tuning forks. Uh, and tuning you can forks also are cool. Do these, these big, long crystal, they're like, but that's what they sound like. They're like uh, musical tubes, but uh, some of those can be a little bit costly. But if you just want to walk around with a little bell, like ding, ding, like a bike bell or just anything to kind of just change the vibration, you know, um, works great. I saw something on Instagram this morning and I wanted to read this to you guys. This girl says, you know, so many of, of you guys ask how she keeps a positive outlook on her life after everything that she's been through. She's been through quite a bit. She said, the way I see it, I, I can choose to let my experiences define me, confine me, refine me, outshine me, or I can choose to move on and leave it behind me. Right. So let's leave the bullshit behind you guys and let's move on to bigger and better things in 2019. Um, if you're spending your time reliving moments that are gone forever, you'll miss a special moments that are yet to come. You guys, I really, you know, for believe in focusing and moving forward um look back one last time if you want to at 2018 but never look back again um i'm one of those people that's like oh i love when my babies are really small i'm always like talking about it and like oh my god i really wish they were still tiny um but i it's a it's a happy joyful memory um and you know i don't dwell on it it's just a happy memory but 2018 can see you later. I hated you. No, I didn't hate well, you, but I if, definitely I was. I'm very happy to see you. Come. Right, and a good a good way to see where your focus is at, or 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 yeah, what what your kind of uh, where your thoughts are at is is to assess if you're feeling regretful. Your your thoughts are too far in the past. You're you're thinking about things that that already happened. Nothing you can change. Nothing you can do about that. If you're if you're ang- anxious, if you're feeling if anxiety, anxiety, you're thinking too you're, much about the future. Yeah, your your thoughts are too far in the future. You just you're thinking about things that you have no control over. There's nothing you can do about it. And if you're at peace, and if you're at joy, and if you're at happiness, you're living in the present. You're you're in the moment where you can, you know, your actions, your thoughts, those things are going to change and alter your future, but it's going to give you the path that you want to be. So be at peace, be at, be in joy, be in happiness. Don't be anxious. Don't be regretful. Live in the moment. That's what I'm going to do this year. You guys, I wrote on my Instagram, 
that I'm going to learn to say no a lot more in 2019. That's my thing. Like, I'm just like, yeah, sure. I'll come and do that. And then, then I'm exhausted attending a party or, I'm, you know, I'm going to learn to say no a lot more. I don't feel the need to respond to text messages if I'm busy or I have stuff going on. I always have felt a need to respond to every text message. And I think it's okay to just fucking not like I'm, I have so much going on. And I think people take offense to the fact that I don't respond to text messages, but I don't think people realize like I have six children. We're running a company, couple companies. We're starting a new one coming this year. We have so much going on that my priority is my family. That's it. My husband, my children, that's my goal. So in my spare time, that's where I choose to spend it. A lot of people have, I've heard a lot of people, I think the last few months, cause I've been so busy, um, not being able to spend time with them. And I think that, um, I, it would bother me like, oh my God, I know I'm hurting their feelings or whatever. And, but it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm busy, man. I'm really going to choose things that make me happy this year. Uh, Jennifer Stano, you know, I love her. She posted, I'm walking into 2019 with a clear heart and mind. If you owe me, don't worry about it. If you wrong me, it's all good. Lesson learned. If you're angry with me, you won. I let it go. If we aren't speaking, it's totally cool. I truly wish you well. If you feel I've wronged you, I apologize. I wasn't, it wasn't intentional. I'm grateful for every experience that I received. Life is too short for pent up anger, holding on to grudges or stress or pain. Here's the 2019. Remember, forgiving someone is for you. So don't block your blessings. May 2019 be a year of positivity and a season of complete and utter forgiveness. And that is what I wish for all of you guys um, is an incredible 2019 of love, health, abundance, happiness. Um, I think it's really going to be a huge year for a lot of people. You have to speak your intentions. It's going to be a huge year for all of our listeners, for you and me sitting right here. And you have every ounce of control over that with your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. You do feel it, think it, Believe and it. Act on it. Yep. Also, uh, Jennifer Stano posted, there's so much more to life than finding someone who will want you or being sad over someone who doesn't. There's a lot of wonderful time to be spent discovering yourself without hoping somebody will fall in love with you along the way. And if it doesn't, it doesn't need to be painful or empty. You need to fill yourself up with love, not anyone else. Become a whole being on your own. Go on adventures, fall asleep in the woods with friends, wander around the city at night, sit in a coffee shop on your own, write on a bathroom stall, leave notes in library books, dress up for yourself, give to others, smile a lot, do all things with love, but don't romanticize life like you can't survive without it. Live for yourself and be happy on your own. It isn't any less beautiful, I promise. And I think that's for a lot of you guys. If the relationships that you are in are not to your highest and best, move on. You can't find the one staying in a situation that isn't, doesn't make you happy. People think, you know, um, being, staying in relationships with people, um, until you find another person, you're not going to find the love, your, the love of your life that way. You're really not. Trust me. So think, take inventory of your life. This is what I said on my Instagram, take inventory of your life. How can you be better, um, this year? How can you achieve more, be more successful, have a better marriage, be a better mother, father, whatever. Um, how can you be better? Love it. All right, you guys, cheers to fucking 2019. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on podcast1.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. House of Kim's sponsor for this week is True Car. I love you. For a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car, you guys. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 